Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show. How's everyone doing on this Friday, February 9th, 2024? Yeah, it's Friday. 57 degrees and partly sunny. I believe it was a record. 57 degrees. The second week into February. How could you beat that? Uh, 309 here in Northeast Pennsylvania. Lots to talk about today. Lots to talk about. Um, I should have had Jake play the NASCAR start your engines type thing because I'm sure the cartoon characters will be out in full force tonight. But oh, yeah. It's Friday. Yeah. There's some there's some things going on today. Uh, we're going to talk about them all, but there's a lot to pack in today. A lot to unpack today. Um, if you watched... The press conference that was hastily called last night for 745. Uh, listen, a little pro tip. If you've just been complained, if you've just been classified as uh, mentally feeble, it's probably not a good idea to show up 15 minutes late to your own press conference. Just saying. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But today, um, there, there's been a shift. Uh, I mean, NBC focused uh, clearly on Joe Biden's mental deficiencies today. And CNN did a fact check of his press conference last night, like verbatim, one after the other, the other. Maybe I'll get to some of that to you today. And we're going to get into that. But I want to uh, touch base on a couple of things, because I think I left a couple of text messages hanging yesterday. The five Marines that were killed in a CH-53E helicopter crash in Pine Valley, California, have been identified now. They are Lance Corporal Donovan Davis, 21, of uh, Oleth, Kansas, Sergeant Alec Langdon, 23, of Chandler, Chandler, Arizona, Captain Benjamin Moulton, 27, of Emmett, Idaho, and Captain Jack Casey, 26, of Dover, New Hampshire, and Captain Miguel Neva, 28 of uh, Traverse City, Michigan, all uh, part of our Marine Corps, and it's uh, just incredibly sad uh, what has uh, the loss for these Marines, the loss of life. And again, I did get a, uh, um, a text message yesterday, and I believe it was still the case this morning, that how somebody asked yesterday in text message, how were they declaring the... Uh, Marines deceased if the bodies have not been recovered yet. Well, rescue teams did make it, including Marines, did make it to the crash site. And as of this morning, the the bodies were still there. They were being guarded by their brother and sister Marines until they're able to extricate them. But there are Marine gra- on the ground with them that did confirm they were deceased yesterday. And um, for, ju- for the turnaround on notifying notifying uh, the public their identities. It was quite a turnaround. Uh, I think most, mostly because uh, it's already leaked out uh, about one of the Marines. Sergeant Alec Langdon, 23, was just married last month. Just married in January of last month. And uh, for, for Obvious reasons, the wife has not been identified as of yet, but there are pictures of his wedding photos 
showing him kissing his bride. I've posted the, that story and their pictures and names on my Facebook page since they've been made public by the Marine Corps. That's how I wait to do things. But he was just married last month. And Sergeant Langdon followed in his father's footsteps. Ever since he was three, he was like, I want to do what Daddy did. His father, Stephen Langdon, told ABC 15, I did the same thing. I was in the same helicopter, same everything from 1986 to 1995. Being a Marine to Alec was everything. Stephen, the father, pinned his wings on him when he finished uh, training. He idolized his father and wanted to be just like him. And there's also pictures of him and his bride from just a month ago in January where he uh, married the love of his life, 23 years old, the whole life in front of him, serving his country, serving you or I. So I hope you don't take that for granted. I do not take that for granted ever. And his uh, family and all their families will be in my prayers. I've already forwarded the uh, information for this Marine and his new wife to Tunnel to Towers. Hopefully there's something there that they can do. I'm not aware of the situation that they're in, but I'm sure it's something that Tunnel to Towers, it's their wheelhouse to get involved with something like that. So uh, that was my priority to bring to you, that the, the naming the names of the heroes from that CH-53. And, and those mountain regions, you think of California and, and I know those mountains very well because uh, my good friend used to live right there. And off his back deck, we used to see the start of those mountains. And it's interesting. I was there, again, the start of those mountain ranges. Palm Springs is out there where it was 113 degrees at the base of the mountain in Palm Springs. I, I was literally melting when I was out there. 113 degrees. And you could take a gondola up to the top of the mountain peak. And up at the top, it was 52 degrees. So that just gives shows you um, the difference in elevation that's there. And that's not the highest. Some of the mountains out there peak at, at 10,000 feet. Uh, a lot of helicopters can't go over those types of mountains. This helicopter can, but it was poor weather. There was snow cap. There was snow happening because of that rain that Southern California was getting. Of course, when it hits those mountain peaks up that high, it is snow. But I'm sure a full investigation will be done there. And while the investigation is starting, these Marines' bodies are being guarded by their fellow Marines out there. But I did get a question yesterday. How could they pronounce them dead if they haven't recovered the bodies? Uh, and the short answer is they have got teams there, and they did confirm that they were deceased. That's why that information came out yesterday. So let's talk about the elephant in the room, and that's not only that we started talking about the report yesterday, but what I, I have never, never in my lifetime seen a train wreck of a press conference as what was called last night. And I was speaking to friends of mine, experts in all fields, that just could not believe they, whoever in his comms team, allowed that to happen. And today, listening to some of the people in the know that have worked in the White House, we've seen the reports come out over the past couple of weeks that Joe Biden is very abusive. He curses to his staff quite often. Uh, he screams and yells a lot. And the thought 
that uh, when this report came out, it sent Joe Biden over the edge because it was very critical of his mental decline. That that goes without saying. And uh, he got very angry at parts during the press conference, but then started to forget things, saying how, how well his memory is and you know, talking, getting angry about talking about how dare they bring up that I didn't know the death, the year of the death of my son. And he pointed to his rosary that he wears on his wrist. And he says, I, I've worn this since the day he died. It's from Our Lady. Uh, and he blanked, just forgot it. Not a good look when you're trying to convince the American public that your mental status is fine. And then he says that, uh, you know, Mexico, the president of Mexico, didn't open the border with Gaza. Again, another kind of big gaffe. Got very combative with the press. This is the first time his handlers, the press corps, have allowed the press to pretty much what they've done with every president, you know, shout questions at him. He seemed very confused at points. It started off very well where he started, you know, snipping with Ducey from Fox News, saying, well, my memory is so good I, I called on you. You know, starting off fine, and that's fine. You know, if you want to start having that snippet, you know, get snippy with, of course, Fox News. You know, that just shows you you are kind of there. But from there, it was just a decline down. Yeah, I, I got a text message that some other shows have saying that uh, he did an awesome job last night at the press conference. Well, um, not no one else thinks that, and, and I could play the pieces from NBC, from CNN. Uh, not only did not only his gaps in memory last night, forgetting things when he's trying to convince everybody that he's with it, he utterly lied about the report. And CNN did a great fact check, fact check on that last night. But for where I was going with that is is he's been very sheltered by his press corps. He's been very protected. He hasn't been put out there. And we've gotten reports over the past couple of weeks that he's become angry at his staff. He yells at them. He curses at them. We've seen these reports back and forth, and we've seen these about every president. And you know what? You're in a high-stress job. Those things do happen. But from the experts today that I've been listening to, and again, this is all the stations, MSNBC, CNN, the Associated Press, Fox, you know, as well, said that he probably got so defensive because this report was let out to the public, so angry that he wanted to have this press conference. He wanted to get it, to get out there and do something. He wanted something done. He was yelling at his staff. Well, how could you let this happen? How could you let this? I mean, there's talk today that, uh, I mean, at the White House, when the White House counsel was being questioned, they couldn't say yes or no if the president would fire Attorney General Merrick Garland. And for the White House counsel to not be able to answer that and say, I don't have any information for you on that, not absolutely not, he has full confidence in the attorney general, there's something going on. But we, the, a lot of the experts, including myself, and I'm no expert on this, but including myself thinks that he was so angry at his staff that they finally stepped back and said, go ahead, go out there, go Go, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to try and prevent you. Go out there and, and defend yourself if that's what you really want to do. And he blames staff. 
for packing his boxes. He said that the things were under lock and key when there's pictures of it in his garage. And I'm looking at a recording, Ian Sams, the White House counsel, uh, basically saying that, uh, you know, he doesn't know if Joe Biden will fire Attorney General Merrick Garland for letting this report going out there, for not editing this report for its damaging content as far as their classification of his mental wherewithal. But I, I did get a chance to look through the report yesterday. And one of the things, page 61, I want to highlight to you. And I'm going to read it verbatim from page 61 of the special prosecutor's report. Soon after, a military detailee working on the executive secretary's team. Now, a military detailee is a, a, a soldier, someone who is in the military, who's assigned to the White House in different aspects. We've seen them time and time again. A matter of fact, the one that was also charged with uh, President Trump's classified documents. So soon after, a military detailee working on the executive secretary's turn, team raised her own concerns about the handling of Mr. Biden's note cards. After learning that Mr. Biden wanted copies of the note cards for use in writing a book after the administration had ended, the detailee raised concerns that the notes contained classified material commingled with Mr. Biden's personal notes. According to the detailee, the executive secretary, Kristen Bakotic, who was also on detail from the military, so she was also a military officer enlisted personnel, disagreed and concluded that the notes belonged to vice president and belonged to the vice president and should be made available to him without restriction because the executive secretary outranked the detailee, was a higher-ranking soldier, the detailee sent an email to herself for the record in which she explained her belief that the notes were being mishandled. The documents, her request, the document and documented her request not to participate in any project or meeting that involved these records. So a military enlisted person or officer does not say their rank here. Went to their superior, the executive secretary working in the Biden's office and said, there's an issue here. There's classified material in here. I have a problem with him taking these and using them for personal use. Her superior, also a military enlisted or officer, said he's the vice president and they should be made available without restriction. The military detailee was so concerned that she sent an email to herself for the record to protect herself saying that he, she believes the notes were being mishandled and documented her request not to participate in any project or meeting that involved those records. That's a serious allegation. That's a serious allegation there. And you don't see any of the pundits talking about that. I'm sure you didn't hear that on any of the other shows. Yes, I mean, the bottom line is they are not going to charge Joe Biden. So is that a win for him? Absolutely. If you read why, it lays out why Joe Biden should not serve a second term as president. Matter of fact, he shouldn't be there now. But the 25th uh, Amendment is a long haul. 
Vice President Kamala Harris needs the total signatures of the, the cabinet, every cabinet member and executive. And they need two-thirds of the Senate and the House in order to institute the 25th Amendment. So where do they go from here? But the fact that left-leaning media, who often protects this administration, are no longer doing that, raises some big concerns. It's uh, 325 here at WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. And listen, let, let me reiterate. Um, whoever told you that last night's press conference was a win for Joe Biden is lying to you. It's as simple as that. It, it, for whatever reason, uh, maybe they truly believe that, which is something that they need to look inside even more. But they're lying to you. I mean, there's there is not anyone in the non-biased atmosphere who's saying last night was a win for anything including the country. If it wasn't so sad, it would be funny, but it's not funny at all. Um, it's truly not. And it's just, you know, some clips from last night. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... There's even... Our Lady of... And then drew a blank. Our Lady of... And no clue. And then the next one. Let me see. As you know... Initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I... So there he is. He, he says the president of Mexico is um, the president of Mexico is uh, Sisi, who is the president of Egypt, and somehow thinks Mexico borders... Israel and Gaza. So, uh, you know, there was that. And let me see from CNN. And again, when, when CNN unsealed damage box included, according to the special counsel, highly sensitive. While one thing that President Biden said is basically that he stored the documents in filing cabinets that could be locked. Let's listen. All the stuff that was in my home was in filing cabinets that were either locked or able to be locked. Daniel? Just just not true, John. Uh, this report from the special counsel includes photos. Those photos include shots of a box uh, just sitting in President Biden's Delaware garage. The special counsel described it as a badly damaged box sitting amid household detritus. So there was some material that was in cabinets uh, locked or lockable, as the president said, but all of it is certainly not. And that open, unsealed damage box included, according to the special counsel, highly sensitive, top secret material about the war in Afghanistan. Okay, another claim that President Biden made. None of the documents were highly classified. Let's listen. None of it was high classified. Didn't have any of that red stuff on it. You know what I mean? Around the corners? None of that. Daniel? That 
claim that he didn't have any material that was quote-unquote high classified is also not true, John. The special counsel's report says that the president possessed multiple highly classified documents that were indeed marked as being highly classified documents, including some marked as top secret slash SCI, sensitive compartmented information. That is a very high level of classification. For example, special counsel Her uh, discussed two top secret documents about Afghanistan found in that open, unsealed damage box in the garage, one of which Her said contains highly sensitive info about military programs and another that contains info about sensitive intelligence and sources and methods. Now, it's not clear, John, if any of those Biden documents had those colored borders we saw on classified docs that former President Trump had, which I think is what President Biden was referring to uh, when he talked about red around the corners. But still, whatever coloring these documents had, the special counsel says they were clearly marked as highly classified. And then I should add, her also said that investigators' analysis of Biden's own handwritten notes from his time as vice president showed that these notebooks also contained highly classified info, though those were not marked. And her said a sampling of 37 excerpts found that, quote, eight are top secret with sensitive compartmented information, seven of which include information concerning human intelligence sources, plus six others that were top secret. Uh, And then the third claim that he made, Daniel, there was that he did not share classified information with a ghostwriter on a book he was working on. Listen to that. I did not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghostwriter? With my ghostwriter. I did not. Guarantee you did not. But the special counsel said it. No, I did not say that. Okay. He did not say that. So he's entitled to say he didn't do it. He can defend himself. But he also said the special counsel didn't say that he did share that classified info with the ghostwriter. Except, John, the special counsel did say that explicitly. Her wrote, quote, Mr. Biden shared information, including some classified information from those notebooks with his ghostwriter. So there it is in black and white. Now, her did elaborate that Biden shared classified info with the ghostwriter uh, by reading nearly verbatim from the notebooks on at least three occasions, including notes from meetings in the situation room. He did find that Biden, quote, at times tried to avoid sharing classified info, like by skipping over certain material as he was reading them to the ghostwriter. And her did write that the evidence does not show that Biden knew the info was classified. Nonetheless, even though the special counsel did clearly give him some material to defend himself with, this is not a factual defense. So he could cite the factual stuff, you know, her said, didn't know it was intentional, etc. But declaring the special counsel just did not say what he said, John, is not a factual defense. And that's from CNN. That was CNN analysts last night and their anchor person. So uh, it doesn't look good when CNN is turning on you, when NBC is turning on you, and and you're being left to uh, defend yourself against the open press like they did last night, and it didn't go well, Uh, more of a deer-in-the-headlights type thing. Uh, We'll see where it goes from here. We're in a strange place as a country. It's uh, 3.34 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's almost 3.41 here. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Got some callers. See if I can get through some of them here. We got uh, Mike from Wilkes-Barre on Biden. Mike. Hello, Rob. I'll be quick. You know, I got a little different take on this uh, Biden thing. I, You know, I think uh, Biden can't remember like can't remember like a fox. And uh, he's too good a liar. And I think when he was questioned, he does what a lot of suspects will do. When you recall as a cop, would uh, deflect, obfuscate, 
and what's the ultimate thing? I can't remember. So if the subject was getting a little too close to a sensitive area, sailing too close to the wind, it's, I can't remember, or this or that. And he didn't, in his wildest dreams, I think, wouldn't suspect that this her guy would put any of that in the report. And uh, so that's why he's all ticked off. But I think he was just laying some landmines in there in case he ever had to defend himself. Listen, it's not and it's I not uncommon. Kind of, it's not uncommon for I don't recall. This is more than that. I mean, if you compare it with everything else that's gone on over the past couple of weeks, him talk, saying he's talked to dead people, um, you know, at this press conference where he's trying to convince the American public that he's he's mentally there, you know, forgetting things and, and switching names. It's, I think there's more there than just that. Well, yeah, he does have his problems there, but I think he's a little more devious than uh, people are giving him credit for, and uh, if you can call that credit. Uh, so uh, I wouldn't uh, sell him too short yet, but, uh, you know, and it doesn't matter because whoever's controlling him, as long as they can control him, they're the boss, and that's who uh, where the problem is. It's like Iran and all its proxies. Iran's the boss. Yeah, I mean they can surround the wag they can surround the wagons again, but at this point it doesn't look like they're like they're doing that. Mike, let me go because I got a couple other calls on the subject. Thanks for calling okay, in. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Uh, let me go to uh, Doc from Einan on Biden. Doc. Yeah, I have to agree with you. These are amazing times. Um, here we have a senile, bumbling old man overlooking the greatest economy and prosperity in this country, greatest stock market, oil production's greatest in the world. And the guy running the show is senile. And on the other hand, the best the other party can do is give us a rapist who's an insurrectionist. And we, they give us no choice to him. What are you going to do? I'll take the bumbling old man to an insurrectionist or a rapist any day. And, and go through his list of accomplishments again there, Doc? The uh, lowest unemployment, stock market's the highest, greatest oil production, infrastructure bill. Um, economy is uh, doing quite well. Is there any more you'd like to hear? No, I would just like for the Northeast Pennsylvania to hear your take on that because it's just, uh, you know, you're right to have, right? What? My take on what? Exactly what you just said. That the economy is doing well. You don't yeah, agree every, with that? Everyone's doing great, right? Everybody could always do better. You know that. But we're do- what don't you have, Rob, that you want? Well, I filled up my Tell tank me. of gas today, just today, and it was three fifty-five a gallon, which is uh, not even close to where it was when he took office. So if we well, have the, the greatest oil production that we, of our time that we've ever had, if everything's so great, how come I'm paying you know, almost $2 more a gallon? Why didn't you call the oil companies and see what they're Yeah, it's, it's corporate profit. Well, then you talk about yeah, the stock market. Do, you talk it about the stock You talk it's about the, the government Doc, you talk about the stock market doing better. so good, but every portfolio for every co- union and every portfolio in this nation has, has stock in that. So you talk about the stock market doing well, but you want to crucify the oil companies for not making money. So you're talking out of both sides of your mouth, Doc. But hey, I'm not it's your opinion. The price of gas is not that much higher. What's it, 75 cents more than it was? 355 compared to less than $2 a gallon? I saw it where it's 320 when it was 250 when he took off. Well, Doc, you're, you're an, an, you're an Ionian. I you got no gas at Sheets. Yeah, you doc, have no idea what you're talking about. I have about. no idea what I'm talking There's about, but it's amazing you went to medical school. What is school. it that you don't have, Rob? 
What are you complaining about? Everything, I know you love Trump. Everything. No, I don't. don't I don't love Trump, Doc. I don't love Trump. Sure you do. You defend him all the time. How am I defending him here talking about Would Joe Biden? Trump we're ta- see, Biden? see, we're Would talking. You take Trump over Biden right 100%, 100%. now. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because. And you're a law enforcement guy. The 100%. guy's a rapist. He was Is convicted he? of rape. Sh- he, he was convicted? Of he was convicted. And you would take a criminal over Doc, him. he was convicted. You're showing your Why ignorance. You he was convicted, Doc. I have spoke with them. I have met with them. As a matter yeah. of fact, how come and none of them came Trump. forward to defend the officers who testified? They don't like Trump at all. Talk to a couple of them myself. They hate Trump. Doc, what you have no about. clue what you're talking about. But I thanks for showing Northeast. Thank you, show, th- thank you for showing Northeast yeah, Pennsylvania your easy, ignorance. Moron. Okay, Doc couldn't handle it. Doc can't handle. You can't handle the truth, Doc. Come on. No, and I'm glad. Listen, I. Did, did I not know which way he would go with that call? Of course I did. But is everyone else feeling what he just said? Is everyone else think everything's so great? This, first of all, the stock market has nothing to do with our economy. The stock market has been the stock market has been artificially inflated. But then he talks about the corporate greed of oil companies, but yet every portfolio for every union in this country has oil companies in their portfolio. So that's why they're doing so good. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 3.55 here on this Friday, February 9th, 2024. And there's no doubt oil companies, you know, boost their profits. Uh, no doubt. Um, just like most vision products are marked up over 1,000% sometimes. Uh, that's as per the Los Angeles Times right here I'm looking at. From a January 22nd, 2019 article. So uh, you can call or text at 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, George from Wilkesbury on some comments. George. Yeah, I'd just like to say, <clears throat> Doctor, your, your last caller. Man, what an. No, no, no name, no name, Colin. To give us your opinion. If, if you disagree, let's hear how you disagree and why. Oh, I disagree wholeheartedly. The the, the man didn't understand that. Um, uh, as you as you told them, gas prices are what two three dollars more than when they were three years ago. I, I, I looked into it a little bit. I think it was like two thirty seven, close to two forty a gallon when Biden took over. And, and again, this morning I paid just before I came to the studio at a Sheets in in in, in Carbondale. I paid three fifty five a gallon. Yeah, that's about what it is at everyone that I've been to too. And it's just it's amazing to me that these people. You look at what goes on, false narratives aside, you can see how how it's how how it's going the way it is. Uh, and I don't know anybody that's better off now than they were three years ago. Nobody. Yeah, uh, I agree. And you know what? They're, they're quick to call out anyone who's going to vote for Trump. Now, now forget about being able to vote for who you want to vote for. But if you're voting for who they don't like, um, you're a cultist. But what I just heard was just that same mantra, you know, it was but for Biden. Yeah. And I don't understand how people can be as blind as they've been. I mean, I don't I don't support either candidate. As far as I'm concerned, they're all a bunch of criminals. They all should be in jail. But to sit there and they've been harping on, and I'll give you the example, they've been harping on Trump since the month before he took before he started running. 
before that time, everybody wanted to be his friend. Everybody was pictures of him. You, you could see it throughout television, through movies, everything. He was he was the guy. He was a great guy. And then all of a sudden, he's a Republican, and nobody follows him. Well, and I love that they always go to well, he's a rapist. Well, he's been convicted yeah. of rape. No, he's found liable. He was found liable for sexual assault in, in a civil court. Um, yeah. But then you can also throw in that that Bill Clinton's been accused and settled with some of four women that accused him over the decades. Joe Biden's been accused of sexual assault. Where they're, they're exactly. So you know, it's you really know, not it, the it, argument it, they think it is. No, it really isn't. And I get it. You hear, you hear him saying, "Oh, well, lowest unemployment." No, it isn't the lowest unemployment. We had the lowest unemployment three years ago. Now the only thing that Biden's got is putting people back to work that were already working before he took off. And you, if you actually take the time to intelligently look through those reports, yes, the numbers are up there. Yes, they're great, but they're mostly government jobs. A lot of them are part-time jobs, multiple part-time jobs. If you look at the industries that they're in, it kind of sheds more light on the numbers, and I talk about it here. But, you know, some people want to look at things with blinders just so they have their talking points. George, I appreciate yeah. your call. I got some more callers I'm going to try and get to here. Hey, keep up the good work. Thank you, George. Thank you. Uh, let's go to the phone now. We have uh, Ed from Wilkesbury on some comments that we had. Ed, again, we're going to be nice. If you have a differing opinion or the same opinion, just let us know. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Yeah, I, I uh, see that uh, that Biden supporter that I don't want to call him a bootlicker. I don't want to call people. No, names. no, no, no. Really, come no, on. No, no, I'm not calling them names. What I'm saying I'm not going to call. Well, you them got, you got one in there. You got one in there. That's it. Yeah, Look, okay. Well, on. I didn't hear him mention. I didn't hear him mention the border. Uh, I didn't hear him mention the illegal aliens. I didn't hear him mention the fentanyl, fentanyl death. I didn't hear him mention the sleeper cells coming here with possible terrorists. I didn't hear him mention Afghanistan, the debacle where 13 servicemen lost their lives needlessly. And I didn't hear any of that, any of that uh, other stuff that he has pulled since he's been in. And he's got the nerve to blame Trump for the border after he's been in there three years. Yeah, all, all good points. Uh, you know, we, there was COVID, so the economy was stymied. Uh, you look at no wars during that administration. You look at the policies that had. You look at the least illegal immigration in our lifetime. Uh, you look at the least uh, immigrant deaths in the Trump under the Trump administration than you have under the Biden administration. Sure, we're over yeah, the border, under, the border was under, border was under control, and we were we were uh, a net yeah. exporter of, of fuel, and you know, and and the. Uh, all the other situations, the prices were down. Absolutely. You do down. not have to like the man. You do not have to like him. You do not even have to vote for him. But to to to, uh, to talk, to, to say the policies and everything else didn't work, that's just disingenuous. And believe me, I, there's plenty I, of not to like. But I think by uh, – I'm sorry. I know you got to – coming up on break. Yeah. Just real quick, the, the, it seems to me the Biden supporters are just people who don't want to admit they made a mistake voting for him. They're trying to defend their own their own stupid uh, 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 vote. Anytime you bring up the the decline of Joe Biden, which we've seen before our very eyes, especially in the last twenty four hours, ever, their answer is always "but Trump," and and that's just not an answer. I'm sorry, uh, Ed. I appreciate you checking in.